In life, we have many questions. One of the fundamental questions being, what is heaven like? And we've been on a good journey together exploring this question. Now, part of faith in this life is the presence of mystery. Meaning, not knowing everything until God reveals it. But I think we've learned a lot more about heaven than we knew before. And that's a good thing. I hope we are more excited about going to heaven. I hope that after Brother Ken's sermon last Sunday... We are now 100% sure that we are going to heaven because we have trusted alone in Jesus as our Savior and have received his forgiveness, all of our sins being washed away forever. If you weren't here last Sunday, through our church podcast, through our church Facebook page, you can still listen to Brother Ken's sermon. Through trusting in Jesus, not trusting in ourselves, not trusting in what we can do, because we can't do it, only trusting in what God has done through his son can we enter into heaven. See, God wants us to have an onward and upward trajectory for heaven to be our destiny. For heaven to be our home forever. He wants us to have this hope. And to be assured of that. So today will be our last sermon in this heaven series. I want to quickly answer a few questions that have not yet been covered. And then wrap up the message by looking at how we can live now, I mean, live right now in light of heaven. So here we go. First question that I don't think we've really talked about yet is, will we have marriages in heaven? The truth is that there are some people who couldn't imagine being married to their spouse for all eternity. Ouch, ouch. I mean, did I just say that? I don't know if I just said that out loud. I can't imagine. Wait, wait. This is forever? I, I, wait a minute. They, they, they say, you know, this life is enough. Thank you very much. You know, being with her or being with him. Yeah. So, um, but, but there are others. There are others, though, that truly want to be together forever. You have both sides, I think. And there are a variety of views out there on whether marriage uh, will be in heaven or whether or not people want to be married uh, for all eternity in heaven. I get that. But on this uh, topic, at least where I am today, uh, I believe the Bible does give a clear answer. During Jesus' ministry, some Jewish leaders called the Sadducees challenged him 
about the resurrection and our life going forward in heaven by giving an illustration, a, a, a fake illustration. You know, this is not real life. They said, well, uh, what about the woman who had a first husband, that husband died, second husband, he died, third husband, he died. It go, okay, I'm sure it wasn't her fault. But, you know, they, they, I mean, I'm not here to give a, a, women a bad name. It was not, I'm sure. But they, so ultimately here, this illustration was on earth, she had seven husbands. So they said, they want to challenge Jesus. Well, then, uh, you know, which one of the seven will be her husband then in heaven? You know, which one of the seven will she be married to in the next life? To this, Jesus replied, and we see this in Luke uh, chapter 20, verses 34 and 35. The people of this age, that's here on earth, marry and are given in marriage. But those who are considered worthy of taking part in the age to come, that's heaven, and in the resurrection from the dead, will neither marry nor be given in marriage. That seems pretty clear. I also want to point out, if you remember the weddings that you've been to or your own wedding, you usually hear one of two phrases or both phrases. Either so long as you both shall live or till death do you part saying that your vows to your spouse are to be lifelong. And we know we struggle with that in our culture today, for sure. Just staying married for this life. But nonetheless, that's that it's a lifelong commitment. But those, the, the official marriage covenant, that promise uh, after one dies, it then is, is done. You said we are to tell one uh, passes away, and then that marriage for now, in the technical sense, is, is over. And my personal belief is that most Christians in America today believe that marriage is forever. Despite what is said at the wedding, like I have up here, these, these phrases, despite what's said at the wedding and despite what the Bible says. Now, I know for some, they may think, but I want it to be forever. I really, I was hoping this would be a forever thing. To that, I want to say that in heaven, um, do I believe that we will still know who we were married to on earth? I would say yes, we will know. And to that, I would say, will we always have a special and unique bond with those we were married to on earth when we are in heaven? I believe, yes, we will. We will always have that knowledge. We will always have that bond. That will not go away. But will we be married to them in the same way we were married to them on earth? I believe, no. The Bible makes a bold declaration, hear this, 
that there will not be marriages in heaven. There will be marriage in heaven. Just one marriage. An eternal life of faithfulness and commitment between God and God's people. In Ephesians 5, verse 32, the Apostle Paul says that the profound mystery of marriage here on earth points to the future marriage of Christ and the church. So all of our marriages point to and will transcend into one marriage. That's what the Bible says. One marriage, Christ and the church. And that's a marriage that will be totally faithful and committed, not just for this life, but for all eternity. The next question that I don't think we've covered, and I think many people wonder about, is will our pets and other animals be in heaven? So first, we must say that the Bible speaks of animals in heaven. At the resurrection of all things, it speaks about animals being with us. Isaiah chapter 11, verse 6. The wolf will live with the lamb. The leopard will lie down with the goat. The calf and the lion and the yearling together. And a little child will lead them. You see these pairings of animals. I mean, the wolf will live with the lamb. Not the wolf will eat the lamb. <laughs> okay? This, these pairings are on purpose to say in this world, there's that predator relationship, that violence. That, that's not going to happen in heaven. Heaven on the new earth that God will bring to us. Animals will live together and people in fullness of peace. So we see animals present here. Then we look to the book of Revelation and speaking of all that is yet to come and we see horses. I don't have these verses up here, but there are horses of many different colors. Colors we have not seen horses be here on earth. So like, these are some pretty unique horses in heaven. Also, we see around the throne of God four very unique looking creatures one resembles a human being, but the three others are, resemble animals we've known upon the earth. Again, very different looking than now, but of the three, one is like a lion, one is like an ox, and one is like an eagle. So yes, we see a picture of animals in heaven, both old and new animals that God will create. So, with that as uh, a foundation, if the Bible speaks of all kinds of animals being with us forever, then is it a stretch to think that our pets will also be there? Since heaven is a place that will give us immense happiness and joy, and because God is the best father of all, giving good gifts to his children, 
And because having our pets back with us again would bring us happiness and joy, then I think it is highly likely that the pets we want to be with us forever will be with us forever. Now, I want to wrap up the message and this series by saying that we should be living right now in light of heaven. Remember the amazing truth that we covered early on, that not only are we going to heaven at some point in the future, but that heaven is actually coming down to us. Heaven is coming down to earth. This is an amazing truth that a lot of people don't know, but it's right in the Bible. Heaven and earth will become one. Heaven will invade our atmosphere. The city of God will come down. All his glory and power and perfection will be here, not just up there. This world will be cleansed completely of all sin, all evil, all suffering will be done away with. And this old earth will become the new earth. Because God our Father, the creator of all things, past, present, and future, promises us that everything will be made new. No more military or the making of weapons, for there will be no more war, no more violence, only peace. There will be no more hospitals, for none will get sick. There will be no more funeral homes, for none will die. No more making of locks, the keys, or security systems, for there will be no more theft. The list will go, goes on and on, but you get the picture. Things being the way things should be. Here's another amazing truth. Jesus wants us, as his people, to be a part of bringing heaven to earth. What do I mean by this? Well, I think when we go... The part of the prayer Jesus taught us, which we said already in today's service, Jesus taught us to pray, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. If you've paid any attention to our series logo that we made, you would see that it says, as it is in heaven. To re- taken directly from Jesus. So we are to live right now as much as possible as it is in heaven. What do we mean by this? 
and I could go on and on, but I'm going to try not to, <laughs> that just to look at a few things. Well, people in heaven trust and obey God fully, and they love one another completely. So when we do the same down here, when we trust and obey God fully, and we love one another completely, we are living as it is in heaven. And as we live like the people of heaven right now, we don't have to wait. It's like, well, I'll go to heaven and I'll, I'll be good and I'll do it later on. No, God's saying you can live now this way. And when we live like the people of heaven now, other people around us on the earth will start to see that there is more to life. There is more to come. And they too can believe and be a part of it. See, I think that the first download of heaven came when Jesus Christ, the King, came down. I believe that was the first download of heaven into the earth. He brought the kingdom of heaven. He brought the culture of heaven into our midst. He taught that the greatest commandments were to love God and to love others. Because that's what's happening right now in heaven. There's love for God and love for others. There's no sin, selfishness, hatred, or violence. Only pure and powerful love between God and his people. So Jesus, I think, is telling us, even though you're an inhabitant of the earth, live, live like an inhabitant of heaven. Let your true identity as a citizen of heaven come through your daily life here on earth. Here's our last point today. God wants the culture of heaven to fill us, then flow from us into the world and into every relationship. God wants the culture of heaven to fill us and then flow from us into every relationship. It's a culture of love, generosity, kindness, peace, and joy. When we live this way now, we are living as it is in heaven. We close by saying this. We've heard it said that someone can be so heavenly-minded that they are of no earthly good. And I want to say the opposite is true. The more heavenly-minded you are, the more earthly good you will be. Amen.